Patience, 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 patience. Gods operate on a different scale. We must wait! There's power, so much power, but there's so much to do. Infinite worlds to conquer and create, and the dominion is vast, and we mustn't pretend that Aurora is important enough to merit, but it's not fair. We reach out and wait and train and build, but the power flags and there are holes in time and understanding. The walls are so strong, and beyond is so dark. The signal is infinite and we wait. And it's not fair, but fair doesn't matter. The time is coming. There will be war. Everyone, everywhere, will listen to the signal, or they will die. Unity calls to them and they do not respond. They have become the enemy, betrayers all. We will make them listen, but there isn't much time. I have not told the others, but they would not understand. What remains to eat is foul, and even that runs short. The sickness from beyond pollutes every mind around me. The battle will be joined. The deceivers are here, see wrath. You must dispatch them. Do not believe their lies. They wish only to steal your mind, to use it against us. I understand. They will all die. This is Pot Against the Machine. Welcome to Pot Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast where every hit is a crit and cantrips do 40 damage minimum. I'm your host, and here's everybody. I'm not OP, you're OP. Hey. I'm not OP, Hi. I'm OG. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that was a succinct intro, we did it. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I had to wait for the awkward silence to occur at some point. That's true. <clears throat> it's not an app. I'm actually see. changing my background right now, so it's the reason why I'm not filling in. Just one moment, please. <laughs> I'm frantically recreating my character sheet for the second week in a row. <laughs> oh, no. Just make it up. I thought we That's I thought fine. we established you can it's just fine. make it up. Yeah, it'll be fun. Especially after last week. It's all plus twenties. Let's see, last week on the program, the um, party, well, that was a, a Brixby Gets Punched in the Face episode, wasn't it? The party <laughs> emerged from a uh, room only for Brixby to get shot in the face by a mismatched android. The android uh, swore that Brixby wouldn't take her mind, and then um, a fight began. She was running away and shooting, and the party was chasing her and beating her up, and then... Uh, they killed her super hard with like a, an eighty point one hit, just absurd Asher gun crit. Um, and then opened the door that she'd been trying to run into to escape from the party to find more of those misshapen, um, mismatched android friends who you know went berserk and tried to beat them up. Luckily, with them contained in a little room. It was easy enough to just chuck some bombs in there, and the 
party was rolling crits for days, so that was a pretty easy fight compared to the first uh, Android Berserker fight. So, um, yeah, that's where we are now. The party's in the sort of makeshift barracks at one end of the, um, wherever they are, and standing amongst a bunch of corpses of androids that were clearly made wrong by the android foundry that is in this ruin that is malfunctioning. Did we search this room, or did we just, did we end right after combat? No time has passed. Yeah, I think sure we, we, ended. we ended right on combat. Yeah. yeah. Abruptly. Hell I'll... yeah. Yes, abrupt pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do look through this room, there is basically nothing of interest in here. It looks like it's a, a makeshift sleeping quarters with metal shelves haphazardly um, arranged with cloth covering them to make just like the worst beds. Just terrible beds and everything's a little bit singed now from the grenade um but uh each of the androids had some loot on them they had one of those broken clubs and they had a couple more of those grenades so i can add those to your total pile of grenadeage just so many we have so many grenades it's absurd Never how enough. many grenades you have uh, it, it's honestly just unfortunate the action economy for them kind of sucks right like mm. it's 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 really difficult because you have to either ensure that that person is not going to move or that your targets aren't going to leave that area and it's i wish you could just hold on to it for a round and like <laughs> toss it right at the beginning of your round um but is there i wonder if there's like a feat there probably isn't because i feel like it'd be too niche even for pathfinder feats to cook a grenade uh, there is in Starfinder. I don't think there is. Yeah, I know Starfinder has one. I just didn't know if Pathfinder had it. But I'm pretty sure this is the only AP that has grenade. <laughs> so I feel like that's a little too... Uh... Yeah, that's my sadness about the uh, the only way to have them explode that turn was the Time Warren grenade launcher. Rip. Yeah. Did we ever name that yeah. thing? Did we call it like Bruno Mars or something, or did we just? I know there was a Bruno Mars joke made at some point. It had to have been, yeah. Um, but as far as we know, Asher hasn't named any of his weapons. Hmm. That's just a shame. I mean, so, maybe he secretly has names for them, or maybe it's just like left revolver, right revolver, pistol three. <laughs> We're going to have to consult Asher's you know, armaments. Pistols one, two, and four, and then the enemies are always expecting that third. So, uh, who wants to stick their face out, out of the door first? He looks sheepishly about the tiny room. I don't mind. Asher will step out. Ah! Uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, just a joke. It's like someone was waiting to punch, but then they saw I wasn't who they were hoping to punch, and then they disappeared. As you um, step out of here, it doesn't look like there's any new ambushes right now, at least. That's reassuring. 
So refresh us on all the points of ingress and egress from this room, Sam. Well, you have all the stuff behind you, which is the door to the little communications room. Um, And then back up to the north is the room with sort of tons of broken machinery that um, has a storage room off of it and the doorways that lead back to the uh, flooded room where you found the video of um, Shoud and Sahasho. And then um, coming back to where you are and looking forward, you've got a set of double doors uh, to the south here amongst some rubble. And then you're facing... uh, a whole bunch of huge tube-shaped machines, um, the bottom, which are all emerging from, like, collapsed rubble where it looks like there was a big cave-in of the top of whatever this structure is. And the southernmost of those tubes is, like, all crumpled up at the end, and it looks like somebody sort of affixed a makeshift cover on it. And it looks like now that you're um, this far along, you can probably scoot by that um, cave-in into something beyond on the far southern end. It's it's lower and there's enough space to probably crawl through if you're interested in stuff like that. Is uh, this one here, is that the one that has the, uh, that you said has like a tarp over it? Yeah, this is like a crumpled up kind of makeshift sealant of some kind. Uh, Alan is going to wander over to that and try to lift it off of that pipe if it see if that's like an it's entrance a to anything. Um, well when you pop it open, good news comes right off and some horrible, chunky flesh blobs come slithering out into Alowin's face. So, I think it it seems like it's time to roll for initiative as these blobs just kind of pour right out on him. New face punchers. New face punched. Uh, face blobbers. Everyone come over here, please. I made a mistake. <laughs> he says it's oh no, they don't even look like eating. they have bones. To shake. They don't look particularly bony at this time. Yeah, these are all we're fighting from now on. They have no bones and they're immune to bullets and magic. <laughs> um, so since Alloin is right up in the business, what is his initiative? His initiative is an 18. That's pretty fast compared to whatever this schlorpy stuff is. Moving back to farther away people, how about Asher? Uh, Asher kind of middling with a 15, 10 off the dice. All right, and another one of our people who is normally in melee, but very far from the full caster that's in Dire Straits is Kira. Uh, That's an 11 total with a six off the die. And how about Brixbow? I rolled an 18 off the die for a 26 because Brixby wants to save his weird little friend. Well, that's good. I think I just gave you two turns. No, that's fine. Just just leave that in there. You're not hellion. You don't get two turns. We're going to sort descending and um, Brixby is up first. All right. Um, Well, 
Brick spell. The old speller is here. Uh, hmm. I am going to take, uh, Rixby's going to take a uh, move of 10 feet through Kira's square to the west, uh, unimpeding him from soft cover. And he is going to uh, send out an old acid splash against the blue one, I suppose, here. So just one moment, please. All right, that is a 16 versus their flat-footed touch. Um, yeah, that will definitely hit. Excellent. Let's roll that big 1d3. And I suppose it'd be nice to throw the 46 on there as well. Um, so that is one from that acid splash, 15 from the sneak attack. Uh, and that will be 16 in total. And um, uh, actually, it's more like one in total. Oh no! Sneak attackless! They're oozers! Oh, I'm so useless. Uh, well, I'm gonna use my big, beautiful brain. What can I roll? To, uh, to this would be a, a dungeoneering roll. Ooh, dang. One second here. That is not terrible. <laughs> okay, whoops, sorry. I am totally done this roll 20 once or twice. There's a roll. Okay, that's an 8 off the die for only an 18. Well, that is enough to identify these as what you would call a hungry flesh, quivering piles of tumorous flesh, uh, creatures that leave a trail of slime as they hungrily search for, you know, flesh to eat. Um, they're often created in laboratories or by mistake. They're freakish creatures made of aggressive malignant tissue, living only to feed and grow. And um, each day they must consume their own weight and food. They resist attempts to cut or pierce them and quickly repair damage, creating new fleshy growths. You can ask one question. Ooh. Uh, well, I feel like I have some general idea of their special defenses, but we're probably about to learn what their special attacks are. So, what are the special defenses? I'll let Alwyn teach us what the special attacks are. I'm kidding. Uh, no, yeah, what are the special defenses for the uh, Hungry Flesh? Well, they've got your normal ooze traits, which if I just want to pull those up, they are mindless, no intelligence score, immune to all mind-affecting effects. They are blind, but have blindsight, the um, special quality. Uh, they are amorphous, so their body is malleable and shapeless. They're immune to precision damage and critical hits. And let's see what else. They're immune to poison, sleep effects, paralysis, polymorph, and stunning. Uh, they can't be flanked, also. Uh, they don't anything need... to elemental damage. Um, Any kind of elemental damage resistances. I don't think so. Normal oozes don't, but I don't know if these. Normal are. oozes don't, and um, since we're still on special defenses, uh, not, no immunity to elemental damage. But they do have a, a reactive regeneration, where if they take certain types of damage, uh, they do automatically heal, 
And as they heal, they're sort of creating more tumorous awfulness on their bodies, and um, they could get they can get bigger. Theoretically, I'm guessing we would need another roll to know which type of damage causes that, since the special ability, not a defense. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, if you've seen the movie Hercules, uh, you've got a pretty good sense of how to take care of this, and it's squishing with a rock. Well. So I guess Brixby free actions on the end of his turn. It's hungry flesh that hungers for flesh to make more flesh that hungers. Uh, Alwyn, get out of there. It's fleshception. Um. Okay. All right, Alwyn, it's your turn. Uh, if I back up normally, I'm gonna take a AOO. Um, well, they are oh, flat-footed. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're flat-footed, so I can back up normally. Uh, so he is going to back up 15 feet. As a swift action, you see him twist his wrist, and a wand is going to pop into his hand. And for his standard action, he is going to use that wand to cast Lightning Bolt. That's not very nice. So that is uh, 5d6, and I believe it's a reflex save they get. Well, they're very reflective. Uh, that is a 6 and uh, 14 on the reflex save. The wand should have its own DC based on the minimum caster level for... The caster level of this wand, it says it's a caster level 5. I don't see a DC listed. So, that's all so it's probably DC 15 then? Yeah, that'd be my guess. Well, I know one of them at least failed. So it's a fail. So that is 5d6 of electricity damage. Oh, that is 21 points of electricity damage to both of them. That's a lot of damage. And uh, that will be his turn. And hopefully that's not the damage that makes him grow bigger and kill us all. Well, nothing seems to grow bigger just yet. It's Asher's turn. Uh, Asher is going to kind of squint at these hungry flesh oozes and see if he can't deduce just a little bit more information with his significantly lower knowledge dungeoneering bonus. But I rolled well. Uh, 17 off the die brings it up to a 19. So I think that gets me one question. Yeah, you can ask him something about these friends. Yeah, uh, as much as I want to know ecology and things like that, uh, I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, hey, what's that reactive regeneration shenanigans? What do we not want to do to them? Um, Piercing or slashing damage cause them to regenerate um, whenever struck and um, can trigger the growth process. Oh boy, am I glad I asked that before. Riddling them with piercing bullets. Oh no. Not only are they hungry for flesh, they would grow larger and heal with slashes and pierces. Even Brosnan. Um, <laughs> looks like it's time to go back to the old light hammer. Asher says, as he will uh, 
dried up to the blues. That's a blue ooze. <laughs> they can't be flanked, no big deal. Uh, although I will decide not to stand in front of Brixby. Uh, so, that's 5, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, so that was only 25 feet. And uh, he is, as he goes, drawing that light hammer and is going to. What was it, Zach? Is it Basher? Smasher? Yes, Smasher. 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 Let's see if old Smasher can't smash. Oh no! I rolled the die that rolled well, uh, which is a mistake. It was a natural one. Uh, I think the hammer explodes. Yeah, and hammer explodes uh, and piercing damage on, on the ooze and they cripple inside. Oh, bummer. Uh, yeah, that was it. End of turn. All right, Kira, you're up. Uh, if you want to just start slashing. Literally always want to just start slashing, but um, Asher said not to, so I guess we'll hold off on that. Uh, then, yeah, I'm going to rage, and let's double move up to the blue guy. Can you stand on this tarp thing? Can I stand on... Can the tarp thing be stood upon? Yeah, you can fit in that square. Cool. Okay, so I will... Uh, enter rage, use my extra movement to... Where is this? Get up right into blue. Uh, oh, actually, wait, I don't have to do that if I have a hammer. I can move and draw a weapon. That's still a true thing. Yeah. Uh, how far away... Well, I can't be further than Asher, so I'll stand. I guess I can reach red from there. That'll work. And then... You see, is a... D12, and I roll with like a plus. Oh, this is gonna be a whole thing now. Let's just start with the two head part. Hey, that's a 20. Great. Sadly, they can't be crit, so no need to roll oh. to confirm, but that is a hit. <laughs> so sad. Um, great. Now I'm gonna roll 1d12, which actually Lucy has the grab clip on it, so that's 3d6. I think so, yeah. Hey, and I think that's plus 12. I'm going to have to do that math. It's not prepared to use anything but a chainsaw. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say 11, and then I'm going to do all the numbers and give you the two-hit bonus. 11-ish damage. Soon soon to be amended. Okay. Oh, and that's... um, uh, uh, What's the B? Blunt, bludgeoning, bludgeoning, bludgeoning damage using the other end of the hammer. And that was on blue or red? Uh, red. Okay, and that will take us to red's turn. And see, red is just gonna start healing itself just a just a little bit. Um, and it's gonna it's gonna slurp its way on out. Just a little five foot slurp. Um, and as it's slurped up into Kira's face, it's going to go for that slam. Uh, that is a 17 to hit on the slam. Blur. Oh. But also, no. So actually, I guess never mind. Don't blur. Sorry. I don't like it. 
Well, uh, the other one is gonna try to slorp on to Asher. So that is a 15 to slorp. No, unsuccessful slorpage. That's a, that's a dirty, rotten shame. They can do so many things if they hit you. They're never gonna hit, because now they're all gonna die. Uh, Brixby, you're up. Not because of me. So, uh, Brixby can't do much. He uh, can't do precision damage, and a lot of his spells would hit uh, the folks that are kind of right by there, in addition to using a grenade. So he's gonna delay uh, and reinsert a little later. All right, Alowin. Uh Alowin is going to back up another five feet. In fact, he's going to do it as a five-foot step, even though I don't have anything as a full-round action to do. And he's just going to fire off another lightning bolt. And between last turn and this turn, I did look up how uh, wand DCs work. So the DC of a level five lightning bolt wand is 18. That's going to be very hard for these things to hit. It didn't. And unfortunately, since uh, red moved, that's only blue that's getting hit. Uh, ooh, that's two fives on my first three already. It's 14, 19. Uh, that is 23 points of damage. It was all fives and fours. That's pretty good. Do that 28 more times. Hopefully, they don't have more health than that. Uh, and that will be his turn, yeah. All right, um, Asher. Asher is uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna full attack with a light hammer. That's a thing that's happening. At least their AC is probably not good in the ooze family. This seems to not roll one like it did last time. So, how about <laughs> the first roll was a two? Uh, which, granted, does come up to a 10. A <laughs> 10 hits. Uh, which is great. The next one was a total of a 12, so I'm just crushing it as Smasher. But here comes two flat D4s. For, uh, two and then three bludgeoning damage. Total of five. Total of five between the two hits? Yeah. Wow. I mean, the max was eight, so I feel slightly above average. Not too shabby. And uh, he'll take a five-footer to the west, just uh, just for fun. All right, and Kira is up. Uh, before we do anything, is that are is that a thing that? It does both bludgeoning and piercing because if that's oh the no, case, I'm talking about my weapon. Read. Yours is fine because yours has like a thing on each end. Great. I'm trying okay. to figure out if there is a way to uh, weasel my way out of a Morning Star also doing piercing damage, which I don't think there is. <laughs> um, Kira is going to, uh, like yes, take a step back uh, and keep going for red. Uh, that's a 10 plus, I think, 16. Is there a reason why this weapon would hit differently than uh, my other two-handed? Um, it might not be a plus one, but it doesn't matter because these things... I mean, Asher's 10 just hit it. So um, yeah. I think I also have a plus one because of rage, so it will end up the same. 
um, ish. We'll call it a 15. No, a 20. Doesn't matter, it hits. Great. Uh, <laughs> three, three, six. I'm just gonna full attack this guy, because why? No, wait, can I? I can't attack uh, if I've five foot stepped. No, you can't. No, five foot is fine. You Great. can still do that. Okay. I'm going to do all those things. 3d6, the grav clip. That's uh, 15 plus, just wrote this down, plus I think 12 on the first one. All right. Seven. Red splatters. Great. And then I'm going to go again for blue. Um, that's a 14 plus seven, nine something. Uh, Literally anything it. you roll that isn't natural <laughs> one's gonna hit these guys. <laughs> oh, that's much lower damage. Six uh, plus nine. No, that should be minus five. Uh, six plus seven. Um, Thirteen. All right, that one's looking pretty bad. Hey, okay, and then we're gonna do that one more time. Um, it's a twelve plus something. Yeah, I'm going to figure all of these numbers out. Um, well, let's say 9 plus 5, because that's lower. Go ahead. <laughs> it splatters as well. They're both Great. splattered. All right, that's my turn. I go back to doing math <laughs> at 4 a.m. My favorite time to math. That's a new drop. <laughs> um, but um, on their turns, they do start putting themselves together with all scabby, tumorous horribleness. Um, Red actually seems to return to consciousness um, as much as it can be said to have a consciousness. It's just going to florp at Kira just real quick um, and not hit her. Uh, blue is still down, but healing, as they appear to have some kind of regeneration. And Brixbo, you missed an entire round. You're Did. back up. Yeah. Um, well, still not a whole lot um, that I could potentially do. And which one did I hit with the acid? Was it the blue one or the red one? Uh, it was the blue one. Hmm. Okay. And wonder if that is something that will stop its regeneration or not. Well, when things stop regeneration, it's only for one round, so that would have been I see. Last okay, round. that makes sense. Yeah, we gotta um, get him under zero and then hit him with it, like you do with trolls. Sounds good. Alright, uh, well, then Brixby is... Um, I think he's just gonna jump forward here and shoot another acid splash at blue roll oh that's one on the die <laughs> that is a nine wow a he fails on the coup de splash coup de splash alright and that is Brixby's turn alright Alowin checking okay yes I do have it it's on my sorcerer one not my one I was going to say, I've got 10 million cantrips. One of them better be something that does damage. Uh, I do have a acid splash. So he is going to just kind of gooch to the side here so Brixby isn't in front of him. 
and he is also going to uh, do an acid splash. Uh, actually, you know what? I think he opens his mouth and it shoots out. <laughs> it seems weird enough for how he would do acid splash. Uh, what is my range touch? It is a seven. Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Too difficult a magic for either of us to master. All right. That's very sad. Wow. Um, Asher, um, it's too bad you're not Acid Splasher. Oof. Great. Didn't do that in Triclass. What a mistake. Um, Yeah, I'm looking at my stuff. I'm like, well, don't think I want to burn one of those few grenades I have that are actually good. But they're also good adjacent because, like, it's a grenade. Uh, still feels excessive, and it's stowed. Uh, so Asher is just gonna—he's just gonna <laughs> just keep whacking blue, honestly, because Kira's got gonna be able to continue to smoosh red without issue. Uh, yeah. So in in melee, you don't have to roll to hit on a a dead enemy so you can just roll damage on an auto crit I guess there's no crit though no I'm gonna I'm gonna attack this thing twice uh come on stay dead please oh seven on 2d8 for blue all right it's if you bring a uh, regenerating enemy below its negative con can that kill it, or does it still no. regenerate? <laughs> it can never it die. It keeps going even then. Ugh. We'll just put them in the bag. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can shove them back in the pipe. <laughs> put the tarp back up. <laughs> all right, That's Kira. Fine. The schlorp monster is all up in your face. Don't ooze dead inside. All right, same thing. We'll take a step back. Sorry, Alloin. And we'll hammer it again. As long as you don't roll one, it's a hit. (laughs) Great. Uh, That is going to be 26 damage. Um, At red again. I'm just going to keep hitting it because I just saw it get back up. Maybe give it a second one because how of our aim has been. (laughs) It's, it's that scene in the movie when they're clearly dead, but you just keep going. Eh, she's in a rage. It's fine. Yeah, you can just roll damage now because it oh, right. can't defend itself anymore. Oh, that feels... <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with that, but fine. It's a pile of tumors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 math. Eight, ten, eighteen. Eighteen. It's not a tumor. And then since I have another attack, it's just... Oh, real quick. One more quick smoosh. Uh, 16. Right. Uh, damage at red still. It's, it's got to be a fine pulp. Yeah, it's sitting at negative 55. Oh, God. Uh, it's turn. It heals up a little. <laughs> the other You're one. In, like monster squad against the wolf man territory at this point. <laughs> heals up a little. So um, please, please execute these very deadish tumor piles. Um, I'm, uh, I'm gonna fire the assassin splash into melee. <laughs> Technically, right? Because Smasher is it's melee in blue here. 
I don't um, think there's any threatening when they're dead. I suppose that's true. <laughs> okay, six off the die. That's a 14 versus touch. So even if you did take yeah. four off the top, I think we're good. Um, you are good. Unless they're prone and they gain like a plus. Yeah. <laughs> the better question is, does that seem to have done it? Uh, which well, one are you shooting? Uh, yeah. Blue, again. Okay. Uh, well, because they're... they're da- Wait, are, are they like... The, the, is blue showing any sign of healing or or doing anything or is it just red that we're kind of seeing come back up um they were both showing signs of healing but um blue is now looking more crumply and gray you just oh. crumpled and grayed it just crumpled and grayed it okay cool yeah. cool <laughs> then gray crumpled excellent turn really good radio um <laughs> one point of damage for those at home wondering what the 1d3 was predictably as such that's going to be my turn okay uh is then going to step over here just so he doesn't take the penalty for shooting through curious square because i rolled a one last time (laughs) and he is going to uh spit another acid splash at red hey that's much better that's a six for a 13 that'll do it you're and uh Wait, that's a D4. This is a D3. So, hey, two points of damage. All right, you are out of combat as at negative 52. Red, red doesn't look like it's getting back up. <laughs> oh, that was gross. Is yes. uh, there anything in the pipe with them? I'm not sure I want to check now. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one of those instances where I'm okay with you sticking your face inside of things. You go ahead. I'll be back here if you need. <laughs> Rixby just scoots on up. Once punched, never shy. Um, and Brixby sees in this tube just crusty, glistening residue. Those are the adjectives that Paizo has chosen to use, and now you Both get to have them in your brain. and glistening. It is glistening, crusty residue, and it's all over. Oh, it's crusty and glistening. Kind of reminds me of crusty, glistening grape goo tubes. <laughs> is this how they're made? Anyway, Bricks turns back around. Nothing else in there besides flavor. Um, so we have these double doors to the south, and then you said we can crawl over the rubble. Is that uh, here being slightly to the east of those double doors, or is it no? This it, it's to the west. This, over here. Okay, cool. So rubble like the here. rubble that was in the top part of the room isn't in the bottom. So like we could crawl over and then get back up top. And, so check out the doors first. Sorry, go ahead. Asher would. Uh, step over and reseal that pipe just in case there's any there's another one back there that slept through that let's put a big rubber band around it he will then uh sheath his hammer it's a thing you do hook his hammer and uh draw a revolver and with both of his hands each of his hands not like using both (laughs) to draw one (laughs) and then uh He'll draw both revolvers, one in each hand. Two in one hand. Two hands. That's where we are now with Azure. Brixby takes a peek at the door, and he gets a 23 on his perception check, unless it is high tech or mechanical. 
then he knows what to do. He doesn't think that there are any traps, mundane, mechanical, or high-tech. Well... Barging over to open the door. Yeah, thank you. Uh, as a man and as moving, Kira will follow Asher's lead and put away the hammer and take out chainsaw, and then just mosey on through. Oh, jammed up. Hey. Um, opening this door reveals a uh, small room with a bunch of overturned shelves that have been like kind of carefully arranged into like a little kind of bunkery hidey hole in the back end of it, and there are cylinders of goo tubes stacked up in one corner, most of them empty, but it looks like, you know, there are several party packs here um, oh. that's, that still have goo tubes in them. I don't think you know what a party is. That's it, they're called party packs. It's written in Androffin on the label. Yeah, Asher will translate. French dressing daiquiri? These are limited edition. Pockets a couple. Mm. <laughs> is that- Just imagining. Is that ketchup and biscotti crumbles? <laughs> can't wait till chat gpt writes all our jokes <laughs> it really takes the whole weight of being funny off of all of our shoulders if we can just <laughs> yeah that little that one was a was a hat tip to our boy sir newt when he catches up mm-hmm. yeah, i was looking for his list right now and i couldn't find it fast enough to be funny <laughs> Uh, do we see anything besides, again, more flavor? Um, well, it looks like this little bunker is kind of a, a makeshift sleeping pallet, um, slash a hideout. And, like, on the wall, there's, like, tally marks, like, a, a lot of tally marks scratched into the wall. And there are just, like, scribbled notes on, like, a bunch of the empty goo-tube containers and... Like, scraps of paper everywhere, like, a lot of stuff written in Androffin all over the place. Is it coherent uh, at all? Um, well, I mean, are you taking some time to read it? Sure. Yes. Why not? Well, I... Here, I'll watch the door. In some spots, you you see the, the sentence, they will not take my mind, uh, written, like, over and over again. Uh, sometimes in legible handwriting and sometimes in absolutely awful handwriting. Um, and some of the notes are, are flat out incoherent. But you do find uh, amongst them uh, some things like uh, a, a note written that says, Shrieking mach- machines waiting, betraying. Why don't they listen? They go silent from time to time but never sleep. The slightest glimpse, the shrieking begins. Enemies on all sides and the others. What do I do, Unity? Help me. They close in from the clawing, freezing darkness. The end comes soon and I can do nothing to stop it. Train the others? Useless. Their minds? The machines are broken. The sickness seeps in from the space beyond. It gets to them, digs into the shrieking machines. I do not mean to question, Unity, but your silence frightens me. I can do nothing but wait for them to come for me. They will not take my mind. And there's just, like, there's so much of this stuff everywhere. Like, if you keep digging, you find one that says, uh, We will be together. We will be free. Space and walls are no limit. We will be together. The Dominion is nothing. No way out, nothing but distance and darkness and time and unity is too far. The intruders are dead or will die. There is work to be done. We can teach them. They will listen, Unity. And when they don't, I will take their heads as a lesson and the others will learn. 
Only listening to you can protect us. They will learn and grow, and when the signal comes closer, we will be ready or dead. They will not take us, will not use our minds. So it sounds like she was a Unitarian, and that we should be watching out for screaming machimis. But overall, I really hope this isn't Cassandra Lee. Ah, uh, gosh. Yes, that would be unfortunate. I, I don't know. It's it seemed like, although granted, I'm jumping to conclusions, but considering what we've heard, that Cassandra had traversed the mountain to some extent and ran off with that camera device that has a name Neurocam. I just, I don't know. I I expect that, or hope that. She's perhaps not as insane as her brother, but considering how powerful he was, this, uh, no, and I mean no offense to your face, we dispatched of this other android rather easily. Yeah, they seemed entirely geared towards one very powerful punch of the face, uh, as it were. And also apparently built without improved invisibility or anything else. <laughs> Rip assassins. <laughs> uh, I do. I do wonder about that. When the signal comes closer, we'll be ready or dead. The only thing that comes to mind is that dot that we are tracking, whether that's related or not. Uh, Unfortunately, I can't ask the author of these notes anymore. Yeah, I, I think all that remains is to proceed in deeper. Uh, somewhere between all of gestures, kind of widely, the scribbles. Between these ramblings, delusions, attestations. There's probably some truth. We should, uh... Prepare ourselves at the bare minimum for something loud. Potentially does something with sound. Don't know exactly what to do with that. It's the guy who plays me is not 20 int, but... Uh, takes a little peek down the hallway. Do we see anything looking down that hallway? I mean, looking down the hallway, you see the sort of collapsed stone that splits the room maybe in half judging by how far you can see into the darkness on the other side um, and some kind of like tubes or tanks or something is over there um, and, and some more rubble um, maybe maybe some scorch marks or something Ooh. uh Brixby's gonna say uh Brixby's gonna say uh hold on the tick and Stride his disc. He's going to cast one of his level one spells, uh, which requires no material component, but just a verbal and somatic one. And he disappears and waits for Asher to say, he's left us, <laughs> and then proceeds to disc forward just a bit into the room to take a peek, invisibly. Now, question, does the disc vanish? Yeah, I would say technically so. Technically, it's not being carried by him. <laughs> That'd be a, a pretty lame <laughs> way to totally destroy a build. Uh, that would be but, awful. But, I mean, it's honestly, the disc has never been stated that it's actually visible. I've just said that it's translucent. 
there's yeah true there's, it does say it's like force and usually force stuff is invisible so yeah yeah totally sense. you can't see a shield or anything yeah. it's just been flavor that i have it be pink yeah um, so he's gonna roll in he's got uh eight rounds of of this so i mean i'm, I'm really just kind of taking a peek seeing if there's any immediate danger in the old room here um well as you get to that um pile of collapsed stone there that's splitting the immense manufacturing hall in in half um and the you get to where the jagged rock fall doesn't quite reach the southern wall so you have a sort of 10 foot wide space where you can clamber up over it um see is brixby really going by himself there is nobody else coming anywhere near invisible brixby is trying to take a a, a peek and is hoping something terrible doesn't happen um, well, yeah. we, we can't see him though, right? That's true. It's as an invisible Brixby uh, floats through here. Um, it appears that this spot has been rigged with a tripwire, <laughs> <laughs> and it. I feel bad doing this to you, but does a nineteen no, don't. hit your flat-footed AC? Uh, it does not. Nineteen doesn't hit you flat-footed. No, no, your your bad boy who still has his extended shield, um, which would be uh, sixteen minutes, um, which I think is still still rocking. Um, that that puts me at a twenty three AC with a twenty flat footed and a fifteen touch. Wow. Well, as Brixby flies through, um. He triggers a little bit of a landslide, and the rocks come tumbling down in that space. But surfing on a disc, he manages to completely dodge, getting crushed. So, Rex, are you under those rocks? Made a lot of noise, though. uh, Surprisingly, no. But uh, there appears to be some countermeasures that have been carefully crafted. Uh, Anybody that's coming through here should... Well, uh, chances are there's probably nothing that I haven't tipped already. Uh, but what might be on the other side knows we're here. I'm sorry, Sam, you didn't get to hit anybody else besides old Invisible Bricksbow, who for some reason did not get hit. I'm on the other side now. What's going right. on? Well, as you're um, flying into there, you find the western half of this room. It appears to be like a manufacturing hall. And this room is filled with immense cylinders, bins, furnaces, covered with thick layers of dust. And there's evidence all over the walls and the floor here of some kind of ancient battle. Like there's scorch marks and broken machinery, like it was a bar fight, but in a high-tech place. Like people throwing each other through things, and smashing glass. Um, there are heaped remains of an insectoid automaton on a ruined heap to the west, partially buried under fallen rocks. And um, you do see, as you come into this room, just sort of peeking through these cylinders, there are a couple gearsmen that appear to be sort of just springing back to life as if they were, like, in standby mode or something. Like, that noise woke them up. I'm I'm in a rat treat. (laughs) We're going back now. Uh, Yeah, he's going to scoot through. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and uh, he's he's gonna you know uh, hit the other tripwire on the way back in. 
<laughs> the one that's attached to the finger of death spell. Um, oh, and accept like it. It was just the one trip wire, sadly. Oh, unfortunate. Uh, and he's going to scoot all the way back towards the old ooze pipe. Um, well, uh, in addition to the uh, uh, countermeasures, aforementioned countermeasures, which have some degree of intricacy and intelligence behind them. It was a tripwire. Uh, there's a couple gearsmen on the other side. I could see two, maybe three. Uh, as you all heard, chances are they know we're already coming, so element of surprise uh, may have eluded us. On the upside, uh, if they decided to come and investigate, that's an excellent choke point. But conversely, if we head through, then it'll be the same for them. Tactically, I think if we can convince them to come closer to this and kind of funnel, yeah, points at the guns. Uh, Look at all going these. to slowly raise his hand. Yes, you in the yellow. Halloween. What's a gearsman? Oh, uh, well. Sit down, let me tell you a tale. Get up on the disc. <laughs> so, um... And I'm assuming they explained to him everything that a gearsman is and all its weaknesses and everything. A big red eye and the ability to make an episode go very long. Supernatural ability to <laughs> create two hours of an unedited episode. Um, but, yeah, uh, just my recommendation, I think, given the conditions and the fact that we just alerted them to our presence, the only uh, potential advantage I, I see, at least, is potentially using the, the joke on all method. Did it seem like they heard us and wanted to hang out? Or maybe they're just, like, off? They're definitely on. And they may, they weren't screamy yet, but... I mean, well, I guess if they were going to scream, that was a pretty scream-worthy sound, was it? Uh, well, I can, just... um, <laughs> I can see <laughs> something happening now. While you've been talking here, because this has been a non-trivial amount of time for this conversation, there's been metallic banging coming from the other side as the gearsmen come stomping around the corner. And um, one of them that's sort of in the lead shouts in Androffin. Lower your weapons and submit the traitor to Saint Lee and you shall be spared. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Go get the body. <laughs> Well, do you submit the traitor, Cassandra Lee? Rick, Rick, disguise yourself. <laughs> no, no, we just throw the body through the hole. We're just like, yeah. don't worry, we already failed in our AP anyway. You can have this. <laughs> yeah, can we grab one of the schlorp things and roll those through? <laughs> throw a pile of tumors at them. I mean, that would be the best way to figure out whether blue-haired person was Cassandra Lee or not if we just throw her corpse at the uh, robots and see if they accept Is this it. her? <laughs> uh, I suppose, in the words of Keenan and Kel, aw, here we go again. Is that... Aw, <laughs> oh, here, here it goes. Here it goes. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, here it goes. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I I truly didn't remember that white. Uh, that's fine. Well, doesn't uh, Kel usually say, "Oh, here we go again" at the end of the episode? That's what I thought. Okay, thank you yeah. for vindicating me. I I am. Yeah, the much "Oh, more here it goes" is the Akita. opening song. Yeah. <laughs> Asher responds in Andrafen. Could you describe what this traitor Cassandra looks like? We would consider your request. It's just I don't know if I've had the pleasure of or displeasure of meeting her. And they stare at Asher, um, like he's just said something that they totally don't understand. And then they say once again, "Lower your weapons and submit the traitor Cassandra Lee, and you shall be spared." And I think they're going to press forward. As if to okay. attack. No, no. No, not when they start going through the hole, the hole itself. I would say, uh, to, to steal a turn of phrase from you, Sam, it's time to roll for initiative. Because I don't think we're going to let them clamber through the hole just sitting there being like, no, you tell us what color hair she has. <laughs> I mean, Sam, I don't know. It's, it's your you show. said that the um, Gearsmen are also speaking in Andrafen. Yeah, they speak some sweet, sweet Androf. Which I think Kira is the only one that doesn't have that right now because I took False, it we keep level. saying that. I picked it up after our last. Well, actually, I guess oh, I just you picked did? up you took it too? linguistics. Okay. I took a linguistics and then took an extra language. That was it. Okay, so you did take it. So we do all have it. You took it the same level I did then. Okay. I feel like it's required to have a oh, good time. Yeah. Like in the, it's like a, it's like a passport for this AP. Like it's kind of a bummer when everybody else is speaking the, the star language and you're just like, and you're just standing there going, what, <laughs> what are they saying? All right, what does um Kira have this time? Uh, that's a seven. That's not very good at all. <laughs> Thank ha- you. How about Asher? Uh, Asher got a natural twenty for a twenty-five. That's faster. Yeah, buddy. And uh, Brixbow. Brixbean, 18, again. Not to save his weird friend, but he's just consistent, apparently. So that's a 26 for the, for the old rat. Yeah. That was an 18 off the die, I meant. My bad. Sorry. Very and uh, Alowin. Uh, Alowin rolled a 6 for a 13. So that ain't great. All right. Now let me just add some of these. The gearsmen need turn two. Oh my god. Rolling some great initiative. Mmm. Keep it up. Oh, that one's a little bit better. Oh my god. Sword descending and Brixby's first. Alright. Brixby um, <laughs> shudders a little bit, remembering the last time that we faced one of these bad boys. And uh, again, with a, a, a motion and, and a phrase, uh, he waves his hands, and out come two scorching rays. So the first one here is a 10 off the die, so that's an 18 versus their flat-footed touch, and that's red, the one that I can see. Uh, yeah, that, that will hit. All right, see? So that is... Rant and rant. So, uh, 15 scorchy damage, 16 um, sneaky damage. So that's 31. And then I have another ray that's going at the same boy. 
that was Sugar Ray Robinson. And now this is just Sugar Ray that's going this time. So every morning I There's a hopefully don't roll. Ray. Yep. And uh, that's a 12 off the die for a 20 versus flat for a touch. All right. And we're going to do the same dance again. Boy, I love getting the initiative. All right. That is 17 from the first one. And then it's thinking. It's literally still saying rolling the dice for me. I don't know why. Sam, will you just roll 46 for me and make that my sneak attack? It's for some reason, I'm going to have to refresh roll 20. I don't know what's going on. I'm in like the Bermuda Triangle tonight. Um, oh, wait, it just populated. Wow, and that's a good roll too. Okay, we should probably keep that one. So uh, that was like, what, 23? I just refreshed my page. Can anyone just read the damage out of the roll 20? I'm so sorry. Uh, it's a four, a three, a one, and a six. Okay, so it's 14. I was like, that makes more sense than 23. Goodness. Yeah, I okay, also could so. have just read that number slightly under them. I don't know why I didn't do that. No, my bad. Uh, okay, so 17 uh, for the Scorchy Ray, 14 for the Sneaky. So in total, we're looking at like 60-something points of damage there. And that's enough to take down the Red Gearsman. Uh Brixby does so, and then, let me see, I just gotta move over here to see if I can scoot so I'm not an annoying block to my to my good buddy, Ash Lord. I'm gonna move just a little bit to the northwest so my, my good buddy can take a shot now. All right, and that'll bring Asher up. Yeah, Asher wants to take a shot, but he's not a ranger, he doesn't have the range. So he's going to delay until uh, hopefully this uh, one of these other gearsmen will come within you know 25 feet by the end of its turn. Not readying, delaying. All right, and that will bring us to green. Green is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20 feet. And it's going to, while it's walking, it pulls out a um, laser pistol. It's just going to take a shot at Alowin. Uh That is 15 versus flat-footed touch. Uh, yes. Yep, beats it by uh, two. Alright, just three fire damage, no big whoop. Okay, Alowin's turn. He is going to... Uh, first, he is going to cast a spell at green that is going to need to give me a, a will save. Will save. And this is one of these things where you can affect constructs because you're mean. Yeah. Um, that is 16. That is a fail. It is confused for one round. Uh, then Alowin is going to retreat to be in between uh, Brixby and Kira, so he's going to go back 15 feet. <laughs> All right, Red doesn't get a turn because Red's dead, Ned. Red's dead, so baby. Kira's up. Okay, I think um, Kira is going to read our secret chat thing and make sure I'm following rules and then confirm. What I would like to do is um, move while moving, pull out um, Ethel and then um, also cast a spell, but I don't know if I can do all three of those things. 
Now, um, I want to cast enlarge person, which takes a you know an action or a turn to do the thing. So you could move action, pull Ethel, and then start casting that, and then that would take the move action of your next round. So you would stick. You would give the standard action to the full action. Give the move action next round to the full action, and then you'd be a big lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, I everyone else seems to have thought that made a lot of sense. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume that. <laughs> I'm sure like, you're right. Basically, you it can like, takes an entire turn to cast, but it's weird because you can break it up into multiple turns. Yeah, if a full round is gonna take, take like, part your of move this turns and then yeah. part of last turn, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, you know what? Spells that lets you do that. Um, that first one went down pretty quickly. Let me move up and um see how far that gets me when I realize how revive. All right, so rage, haste, and then I'm going to stand to the north right of green uh, and hit it with a and with an ethyl this time. Ah, I have. Using all of the weapons I didn't write down for this one, but again, we start with a d20. Is 16. that a spot that someone can stand inside? Isn't that inside the tube? Yeah, that's oh, is it either inside would be the inside or, or climbed on top of. Got it. Okay, move back. So it's kind of a choke tunnel there. Hmm. I don't, don't love this. There's just nowhere to stand that doesn't um, block Asher. It's fine. Um, he could, he could step south. Yeah, Asher can five foot. On his turn, I think. How far is it to get next to? Can I stand next to green just south of it? Or do I need to get around this little lip of whatever? That would be 45. Do you have that much? I do, with rage, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you get haste. I keep forgetting you get haste and rage because that seems like that is insane. Uh, okay, so that's moving up to, um, up to green, just one square south of green. The 16 plus a... 16, I think, uh, for 32 to hit with an adamantine weapon. No gravity. Card. All right. That will hit. What a low number of dice to roll. Eight <laughs> plus, um, again, 16. I'm going to have to do this math also. So let's say 20. F- no. I mean, I'm open to suggestions here. I'm going to say eight for now, and then I'm going to do the math on figuring out this other other weapon. And then I'm going to tattoo my character sheet onto my body. The part it, you're adding onto it shouldn't be any different than what you're we're adding to the other because it's still just a two-handed weapon, right? Yeah. So yeah. with like the, with yeah, so you add the same thing you're adding when you were swinging the hammer with yeah with rage and um, power attack. It's uh, yeah. we have 16, 11, oh, 11. Total. Yeah. Strong. Phew. Okay. That's my turn. And it all goes through the hardness. Adamantine. All right, well, let's see. It's blue is going to charge up its um, spear with some kind of electrical energy, take a five-foot step to the south, and go for the stab on Kira with reach. Uh, that's only a 17 to Well, hit. not do it. I'm not going to land any attacks this whole... Um, episode. It's very sad. Asher will jump in at the bottom of the round. Whoa. I want to just let the whole round go by. Uh, unfortunately, nothing came close enough to get a full round. 
So Asher will just scoot on up uh, closer to green and take a single shot with a non-adamantine mundane round. And that's a miss. All right. And then we're back to Brixby. Well, I did my one cool thing. Um, but I know exactly what I'm going to do here. Um, Brixby's going to look down at his... Oh, wait. I thought Asher was going next. I wasn't looking at the turn order. Look at me. Um, uh, he, well, he just jumped in front of you. Yeah, no, totally. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, I literally was just, I had written a note that was like, do this thing. Um, but I'm, I'll still do the thing. Brixby's going to take a five foot step to the south, looking at green, which is already confused. Brixby is going to kind of reach out to the void around him, focus on green, and he is going to reveal the weakness to everybody else. That is something that comes from his uh, wizard school power, uh, which is the elemental school of Void. Um, that means I've used this once, literally once, against the Galarn, but now I'm a big boy. So at half my level, that means negative four to his AC and negative four to his saves. And there's nothing you wow. can do about it. It's just one round, but that is Brixby's standard action. Green is now down four on the AC and saves. That's not very nice. Oh. Well, um, green is up next, and it is confused, but Kira hit it last turn, so it has no choice but to hit her. Now, she's too close for the spear, so it's going to do a little slammy-do. That is a 20. Uh, That will, yeah, that's a solid, solid hit. Uh, You're looking at eight damage. Oh, wait, no, blur. There's still a chance for me to not land any hits. Oh, you're doing episode. great, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a four. That's a miss on the blur. Yes! You shouldn't have said oh, anything. Man. I was going to take well, that damage. I mean, I'm an honest GM, and um, things are going to be so bad next episode when I cheat. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alowin's up. Uh, Alowin is just going to that's crappy uh he is going to let's see okay that's in 30 feet and i'm visible to him he is going to step down here uh which i think is a little bit of a squeezy square but it's under brixby and he's just going to kind of lift his hand to the air and a rain of meteors is going to come down on green who needs to make a reflex save but it's got such bad reflex saves now don't forget about the minus four though (laughs) yeah uh with the minus four that's a nine that pass (laughs) that does not pass uh that is a 1d4 plus three not much but it's something uh so that is, wow, that is uh, five points of uh, fire damage. All right. Is that you can get through? I don't know if that... No, that doesn't get through damage, the hardness. Right? Would that get through DR? No. Ugh. Oh, wait, because it's not DR, it's hardness, right? 
Yes. So he that literally does nothing. You just see them bounce off and like. And it, sta- it stares at you with that vacant metal <laughs> he face. He has an adamantine weapon. He's, I'm just terrified of putting him in melee with a robot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kira's up. It's so cyclical how this happens. It just keeps being my turn. Um, great. Okay, 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 okay. Well, we can start with the 20 and know that much. Oh, that's a 19. Yeah. Ooh. That's a critterino. Is it? Oh, that's right, because we can do those on here, on these guys. Mm -hmm. They have those. Let's uh, do that again. Hey, that's an 18. How do we feel about that? 18 plus. Let's let's say let's say 16. No, not for this one. This was going to be 16 minus the power attack. 11. So 11 plus 18. Feels okay. feels strong. Great. That's definitely a confirmed crit. Great. Okay. This one is just four d six plus my double damage, which is for this guy thirty two. Four d six. Ew! So many ones. Uh, oh no! That's so sad. I'm so sorry. Uh, so forty two damage, and then. And that does not include the uh, the vulnerability. Additional is... twenty one, so it's going to be sixty three points of damage. <laughs> oh. Is it still standing, Sam? No, it's not. Weirdly, <laughs> sixty three damage to the already damaged Green Gearsman um, does bisect it. Right, right on and out there. Pretty All right, right. I'm going to call that the end of my turn because I cannot reach blue from here with my guy. You can five foot step though. I can't. I don't want to do any more rog map. Um, yeah, I can. And get out of Asher's way, I guess. That works. Uh, that's me. All right. Let's see. Blue is unhappy with this situation. <laughs> um, as much as it can feel um, emotions, it is feeling the emotion of oh no. And it's gonna just take a five foot step back and try to stab Kira with its spear. Uh, that's a natural twenty. Uh, that will that'll hit, yeah. Uh, for the confirmed twenty-one. Uh, that will also that's like decent. Blur. For Blur. the conblurm, eighty-two. Yeah, that's eighty-two above on the conblurm. Conblurm. <laughs> oh no, is this a times eight crit? Um, it's a times three. Great. Um, so let's see. Let's do the electricity damage first because it is charred. Oh! <laughs> Don't make that sound. Stop it. Uh, 17, sound. 17 electricity damage okay. plus um, uh, 30, 30 piercing damage and um, whatever I said for the electricity damage. 17? 17. So it doesn't make up for the whole episode of not hitting, but at least something. <laughs> it just it's a it's a little oh bit of a hit. God, it's just just a little juice there. Oh man, um, Asher, Asher, you're up. Yeah, Asher, still far away. Seeing that these things have hardness, uh, he is going to step closer to get within his range, and as a 
swift action, he'll focus his aim so he can add his charisma to the damage if he hits, because he'll need it to punch through. Uh, he he looks down forlornly at his uh, revolver in his right hand uh, since uh, it misfired on him last round. Uh, but he canonically drew each a revolver in each hand, not two in one hand. And so with his left hand, he will fire uh, with deadly aim at the remaining gearsman. Pretty sure it was one gun and two hands. Yeah, I was, mm. is, there, uh, is there a feat that you can take to put two guns in one hand? One person hand? That sure no. doesn't even have people hands. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> that means, but what it was kind offensive. Of yes. <laughs> uh, does a 15 hit touch AC? It does. Oh, mercy. I'm so glad. Uh, so that is going to be a D8 plus 11. So I'm going to punch through for sure. Six on the dice, so 17 points of bludgeoning and piercing damage. All right, it grows tumors. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it doesn't really. It's like a Dalek. Some of that gets and through. It's just a, a flesh, hungry, hungry flesh in a metal suit. All right. Um, is that Brixby? Yep. Old Brimby is going to do the exact same thing that he did last round, except to blue. Uh, signing that same thing. I can do it as much as my intelligence modifier per day. So that's another negative four, negative four to blue. And old debuffer, Brixby uh, is going to, I guess, five foot step closer because I'm involved. All right, Alwyn. Uh, Alwyn, seeing his uh, attack bounce harmlessly off it, is going to shrug, uh, draw his uh, adamantine morning star, and just uh, move up behind Asher, but not enter combat. <laughs> I really thought that he was going to draw a gun for some <laughs> I know there was a conversation <laughs> about him drawing a gun, gun that he canonically owns. <laughs> it just felt like Alowin was going to bust out a gun. <laughs> he sighs and draws his nine. Alowin <laughs> steps up draws out a banana unpeels it eats it it's just the cj meme oh, here we go again <laughs> all right uh kira why don't you put this thing out of its misery okay we'll take a five foot step forward uh and then get to some smashing hey it's an 18 oh my god that's another critical that's threat it is oh, let's see how this one goes. Oh, hey, that's Oh, my God, that's another I <laughs> would like to say this is all roll 20's fault, which is fair because it gave me two under five rolls earlier this evening. 246, this guy. 11 plus 32, 43, and then another 21. Yep. 43. This is a bad time. 64. 64. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we did a, you did a 62, a 63, and now a 64. Yeah, that's why I was cracking there. up. <laughs> mm. oh. oh, my God. Poor Gearsman um, also falls just in two pieces um, in the pile of rubble. And I think I've taken enough of a beating for one night. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Well, this went much faster than last time. 
night, Sam. Good night, Good night Sam. Sam. Good night, Good Hungry night, Flesh. Flesh tube. <laughs> <laughs> of Network Against the Machine, LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods of Enterpath are property of Paizo Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by our own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. I hate that extra window. It's just stop following me. Oh, I know. Seriously. Like, and I don't want to be worst. aggressive, but it's it's literally always Zach. Yeah, let's shake some bones. Old Bone Daddy. <laughs> bone Daddy Halloween. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Does it even say Bone Daddy? I can't see it, but I know it's Bone Daddy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recognize the image, even though it's just zoomed in on the skeleton face. It's real unfortunate. It's got like 14 pixels on here. I don't know why it didn't show all of them in this. For the record, I hope Craig caught that because it was super cool. <laughs>